Welcome back to the Health Triad Method podcast. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about metabolism and how it could be affecting your health and well-being journey. We are joined by head coach Stacy, transformation coaches John and Chris, and our doctor of cardiovascular medicine and transformation coach, Dr. Joe Patel. Here's a quick snippet of what to expect in our podcast today, and then we will get into the main body. Just remember, the metabolism does adapt. So whatever you've been doing to it for a long time, it will adapt to, and we can take back control of that metabolism through lifestyle practices, through a, a consistent approach towards nutrition, towards exercise, towards more movement, towards a performance, focused approach. So just know that your metabolism may not be optimal right now, but that's not forever. Or your metabolism may not even be the issue right now. And again, that's not forever. So just focus on the fact that you do have more control over your journey than you're probably giving yourself credit for. So we're joined by the team today and we're going to be discussing one of the things that a lot of people find is holding them back from weight loss and fat loss and seeing success. A lot of people say that their metabolism is stopping them from seeing success in a weight loss journey. And we hear this all the time. So I thought today what we would do is kind of give a, an overview, a, a kind of definition of what metabolism actually is and how it may be impeding you in your journey and the kind of things that you can put in place to actually work around it. So I think, first of all, let's talk about what metabolism actually is. And I'm gonna hand over to Stacey on this one. So realistically, your metabolism is the entirety of the processes that go on in the cells of your body, you know? It's a breaking down of the food you eat to make fuel. It's the building up of new cells and new muscle tissue. It's every single biochemical process that goes on in your body. So it's incredibly complicated. But I think when people come to us with questions about the metabolism or complaints about the metabolism, what they're saying is, I feel like I can't, I feel like I put fat on really easily. Or I feel like I can't eat as much food as I used to anymore without getting fat. And I think that's how people interpret it. And one thing that we see a lot of is people, particularly women, coming to us with histories of years, if not decades, of yo-yo dieting. And then they're saying, like, I can't, I can't lose fat. I've been trying for years. Like, I, you know, when you ask them what diet have you tried, it's all of them, yeah. <laughs> you know. And what happens is your body has mechanisms in place to ensure that you don't starve. You know, so if you are constantly heavily restricting your diet, um, heavily restricting your intake through dieting, then your body is going to make certain adjustments to survive on less calories. And over time with yo-yo dieting, what happens then is the amount of food that your body runs on will go lower and lower and lower and lower, which means that for you to lose fat, you have to eat less and less and less, you know? And so we get people who are like, oh, I eat 1100 calories a day and I can't lose weight. And that's where you know you have to sort of step back and be like okay well is it healthy and is it realistic for you to continue that cycle or do we need to take a completely different approach and try and reset your health yeah. i think i went off topic there but there you go percent. No, if we think about it from that perspective like people will go into these really extreme diets like you know eating 600 calories a day or 800 calories a day and then that leads to the binge like inevitably that leads to the binge afterwards and that whole kind of repetition of that process over time of course, there's going to be some negative impact somewhere along the line. I, I would also say that that kind of plays into that that loop that people get into of trying to really eat a lot less and then end up not moving as much and then going into these binge cycles and then seeing the weight kind of trend up over time. And I think, Jyoti, I want to bring you in on this because I think you probably see this quite a bit as well. Yeah, I think sometimes when a lot of clients start with us and they start their weight loss journey, they see that drop in their weight 
and then they realize oh so i should i need to be in a more of a cal calorie deficit so sometimes they might sort of skip meals and then again like you mentioned sort of eating less skipping one meal might mean that they just don't have the energy um, they move less so their meat might be actually less you know there's there's less less fidgeting less steps the performance in the gym might decrease and then generally over time the metabolism adapts to that low level of um, energy input and then that can lead to just um, the sort of fat loss stalling. It's so it's so like it seems like such an alien thought process for a lot of people is actually feed yourself for the things that you want to do like feed yourself if you want to improve your performance feed yourself if you want to improve your cognitive performance like it just seems such like a, a simple thing that everyone should know and everyone should be doing but there's there's something out there that drives people to say just eat less eat less and less and less and i'll be able to you know progress quicker and i think that is a, a dangerous cycle to get into so i'm really glad that you've raised that and i think what we see or what i see a lot of especially in the initial calls that i take is when people say about their metabolism slowing down, it's not necessarily got anything to do with their metabolism. Like there's got to be an appreciation for the fact that when you were 20, you were probably playing more sports. When you were 20, you probably had a bit more free time. When you were even in your teens, you're probably being a bit more active. When you're like mid twenties and you started your career, you'll literally sit behind a, behind a desk for probably eight hours a day, if not more, if you're trying to challenge yourself in a corporate environment. Then you go and get married, then you go and have kids, and it's not your metabolism slowing down at all. So your lifestyle practices have completely changed over the years. And I think that's massively underappreciated in terms of what that leads. I mean, I know that from a timing perspective, I don't always have like three hours a day to go and exercise. Whereas when I was in my twenties, I could pro probably go and play football with the lads down, down the field for like three hours and probably go and do football practice twice a week, go and play on a Saturday and a Sunday. So things do change over time, but it's not necessarily your metabolism. And, and from that timing perspective as well, Chris, I think you had a really valid point here. Yeah, in relation obviously people really busy, really stressed, uh, nutrition sometimes takes a backseat uh, and convenience becomes uh, the main aim. So we end up eating a lot of processed foods, uh, you know, low protein, not a lot of fiber, lacking in sort of any kind of macronutrients, which then has a massive impact on things like energy production. And obviously, if we're not making as energies effectively, we're going to move less sort of day to day. So that meat is going to be impacted. And again, exercise. So metabolism is going to be going down purely because we just don't have the energy to be moving around as much. And I, th I think this is actually really important because if we think about it from most of the people that we work with, stress is through the roof. You know, time commitment to themselves or time commitment to, to, to basic things like going to the shops, picking up some groceries, turning those groceries into actual meals and foods. It doesn't really happen for a lot of people. So it's really powerful to actually accept that high stress, low time. And we're not talking about stress from, a, again, the impact that has on a cellular perspective. We're talking about it from a lifestyle perspective. It changes things, it changes everything, even in, in terms of the micronutrients that would drive metabolism. So I think that is really, really powerful. But having said all this, man, think about this. John, you came up with a, such an important point as well. Like we're talking about it all from this kind of education perspective. So what is it? Is it actually your metabolism that's slowing you down? It's, it's such a difficult one to comprehend if you're not in kind of the fitness industry. Um, and metabolism is, you know, if you're not moving, if you're not eating right, um, your metabolism is, is going to slow down or that's what it will seem like. But I think you need to have an honest, 
assessment of yourself in terms of where you've come from the past year, five, 10 years, what have you been doing? Have you been moving less? What have you been eating? Has it been processed foods? Have you been getting good food, nutrition in there? Have you been dieting like Stacey's been um, talking about? And then, and then going, from, going from there and trying to just bump up your, your daily activity and increase you know, your nutrition in terms of the quality of food. Um, and it, it should improve. I think this is really valuable. Thank you everyone for your inputs today. And I think for anybody listening to this, just remember the metabolism does adapt. So whatever you've been doing to it for a long time, it will adapt to. And we can take back control of that metabolism through lifestyle practices, through a, a consistent approach towards nutrition, towards exercise, towards more movement, towards a performance focused approach. So just know that your metabolism may not be optimal right now, but that's not forever or your metabolism may not even be the issue right now. And again, that's not forever. So just focus on the fact that you do have more control over your journey than you're probably giving yourself credit for. But thank you all team. Thank you so, so much. And if anybody's got any questions on the back of it, feel free to reach out, but we'll all catch up soon and have a powerful week. If you enjoyed this episode today, all I need from you is to subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, rate the podcast and review it. If you share this podcast to a friend or family member, you will be helping us in our mission to educate and inspire our community to positive change. Thank you again for tuning in. I'm incredibly grateful. And until next time, have a powerful week.